guess what? You don't have to post every day on Instagram. That's right. I said it and I'm standing behind it. And my guest today, Shannon McKinstry, certainly agrees. Today, Shannon and I get into an open and honest conversation about Instagram, the algorithm and information overload. If you're ready to show up on Instagram with ease and let go of what doesn't matter and get rid of burnout, you're going to love this fun episode. My friend Shannon is a social media marketer rock star. She helps small businesses make a big impact and grow through organic proven strategies. Grab your favorite drink and get ready for great content. And just a quick note and complete transparency. You'll notice at the end of the episode, the audio gets a bit quirky and trippy, but the content is so good that I'm letting it ride. Remember, we're not perfect, and this is a perfect example. Hey there, Mom Boss. Welcome to the Social Media for Mompreneurs podcast, where we dive into Instagram, personal branding, marketing hacks, and content creation strategies, all while balancing family life. And don't forget, we do it the fun and easy way. I'm Allison Scholes, once a corporate marketing coordinator, a teacher, and now podcaster and coach. And yes, I'm that boss lady in sweatpants. Go ahead and hand out the kids' tablets, open those juice boxes, grab your coffee or wine, and hide in your closet. Let's get this party started. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Social Media for Mompreneurs podcast. And I am super excited today because I have Shannon McKinstry here. And she as well is all about Instagram and teaching her audience how to use Instagram. But her and I definitely agree that guess what, guys, you can actually take a breath and slow down and do Instagram the way you want to do it. So I've been wanting Shannon on my show for so long, and she agreed to come on. So I'm super psyched. So Shannon, welcome. Thank you for having me. I'm so, so excited. I am too. Now, before we get into like the myth busting, we're definitely going to talk about growth and Mm -hmm. ideal clients, but tell the audience, like, what do you do? Like how you got into Instagram and how you help your clients? Sure. Yeah. So I, my background is actually in marketing, um, really television production. Actually, I started like back in high school and my dream was to work in news and direct and I landed my dream job, CNN, right out of college and was like, living the dream. This is it. And then I was like, this sucks. I just didn't, I didn't realize, you know, it always looks more glamorous. And then you're there and you're like, I'm making horrible money. I'm working overnights, holidays. And it was great experience, obviously. But I always joke that when I was working overnights, that's when, and this will age me a bit, but that's when, that's when my space was the thing. So MySpace kept me company on those long overnight shifts, you know, just like playing around on MySpace. I was like, this is so fun. And I've always been big into capturing photos, creating videos. Like that's always been my thing. So I was like, this is a lot of fun. Then Facebook came about and I was like, well, this is cool too. And then when all of this went from business, I'm sorry, from personal fun to business, I was like, wait, this is it. Like, this is what I want to do because it's kind of a mix of everything I love. So it's kind of cool when I look back on just like being a little girl with my dad's video camera, bothering everyone in my house with video, all the way up to TV production, and then to finally finding exactly what I wanted to do. And that was social media marketing. And you actually um, do social media management for clients and you create the content for them? I do. So I have a social media management agency. So I started my business back in 2014. 
And I was just working with local little businesses back where I'm from in the Washington, D.C. area. Never thought I'd even reach anyone outside of D.C. Um, and then I started, when I started growing my clients' businesses on Instagram, I was like, wait a minute, <laughs> should I do this for myself? <laughs> and, you know, like anyone that's listening that's in this world knows, you know, we give everything to our clients. We forget to do anything for our own businesses. So I was like, okay, let me, let me see. And then I started scaling. I hired on team members. I had time to create my own content. And then I was, I connected with you, right. I connected with all these people and I was like, this is amazing. And, um, yeah. And it's just been, it's just been awesome ever since. And now I also mentor, uh, and consult as well. That's really cool. And is it kind of funny when you look at your path and how you've grown yes. up and what you thought you were going to do? Like, it's so <laughs> funny how you started, actually in marketing. And then you did like this full circle. Cause I did yes. the same thing. I started in the banking industry marketing mm. and I had like the great graphic design job and I'm like, this is it. Yes. And like you said, it sucks. <laughs> I was in that male dominant, you know, environment. And I had to mm. wear heels mm -hmm. every day mm. and nope. dresses. And I'm like, no, this is nope. not me. And then I'm like, well, I'll be, I'll be a teacher. Like that's the best of both worlds. Right. I yep. can be, have my summers off with my kids. Yeah. Mm, I was not made <laughs> to be a teacher. Granted, I love those little kids. It was, yes. I hate to say it was parents. So I was like, oh gosh, no. Oh, I, you know? I, I get it. I get it. Yeah. And then it just came full circle it's right so back crazy. to marketing on Instagram. Yes, I know. It is. It's funny. I think a lot of people that start in this, they did do some sort of full circle, but everything in our past led us to be able to teach what we now know. Yes. Absolutely. So speaking of Instagram, I really want to dive into, cause I, I want to have that open and honest conversation and yes. just let our audience know that I know you're hearing a lot out there. There's so much information and it's almost <laughs> like information overload. It is. But I think it's, well, first let's start with like some common myths. Cause I still think there's like information that's being pushed out there. That's like from like 2017, oh. it's like, it's not even relevant anymore. Like what? So yeah. for you, like, what are some common myths that if people are still doing this is actually stalling their Instagram growth? Yes. Well, I do think the biggest one, which again, will lead to instant burnout. And I tell everyone all the time, it is work. Like, don't think it's not work, but it should be fun. So if you get to the point that you're like, this is exhausting, this isn't fun outsource it or find a new strategy. And mm -hmm. most people, the reason they're exhausted from the strategy is because they're following the strategy. A lot of people say, which is three reels a day, one post, at least one post a day. That's impossible. Not to mention, I'm sorry. If I see a post from someone every single day, I'm going to kind of get bored or unless it's quality content. I think if you can come up with a quality piece of content every day, go for it. But it honestly does a disservice because if one of your posts is taking off, let it ride. Let it be in the newsfeed for a couple of days, right? Posts last a couple of days in the newsfeed. So if your post is performing well, let it do its job. Let the algorithm hook you up. <laughs> let it go. Reels have an even longer lifespan. They last two, three. Some of my reels from two months ago are still getting comments and views and bringing in new followers, new people for my community. So the, the gift with reels is that you actually really don't have to create a lot of content. So I know people are like, oh, I, I want to get, if you want to get to a million followers mm. in a year, sure. Okay. Right. Create three reels a day. Is that going to be worth it though? Are these people going to be buying from you? 
Probably not. Um, I know one, a couple of the reels that I had that went, I guess, quote unquote viral, um, are more relatable reels. They're not about business. Right? Right. So a lot of the people that were coming in, I started removing some of them. Cause I was like, I can already tell, like, you're just this, my, you're not going to like my content. That was a funny one about being a mom, but that's not my content typically. Um, yeah. So, you know, check in with yourself, ask, why are you on Instagram? Are you here to have a million followers? Okay, well, first of all, let's talk about that. <laughs> but that's for a whole nother day. <laughs> but most of us are on Instagram to generate leads, connect with new people, build our brand. You do not need to post every day. So all those gurus out there saying you need to do this, where they're coming from is a place of just straight growth. They're not talking sales. They're just talking followers. So as people who want, and I know everyone's like, well, no one's going to take me seriously with a thousand followers. That's, that's, um, that's so 2000. 17. Yes. Right. Like that is, I was completely, you know, booked out, right. Quote unquote with my agency with 200 followers. Um, you know, and there's a lot of people that get on Instagram or like, I don't like it. Then you don't have to be on Instagram. It's okay. It's okay. Find a strategy that works for you. Find platforms you enjoy. If you're not having fun, switch it up. So I have a follow-up question to the Mm -hmm. amount of posting and you mentioned reels. So I want to tap into your brain for a minute because I know this happens to everybody and it's happening Mm -hmm. to me like right now is imposter syndrome, being a coach Uh. and teaching Instagram. Because right now I'm sure you're aware of it. I am seeing everyone participate in the 30-day reels challenge. And a part of me is being sucked into that Mm -hmm. and I'm going... Am am I being irresponsible Mm. as a coach and entrepreneur who teaches Instagram not to do that? Right. Or do I need to listen to myself and have that check-in? Because here we are midsummer. Right. I'm home with my kids Mm -hmm. and I don't want to dedicate that much time to real. So how do you Mm -hmm. handle when you're seeing that in your own niche? Mm -hmm. How do you deal with imposter syndrome? Oh my gosh. It's a, it's an everyday struggle. Honestly, it really is. Like, I can't sit here and say, I don't compare myself every day. I don't think what the heck, who am I to be here? Um, but you know, you know, I think what we all, we typically compare ourselves to when we see other things is the number of followers someone has or the number of views their real got. Well, a lot is factored into that. Not to mention some people have fake followers, so don't (laughs) worry about it. But with the 30 day challenge, I know someone who did it and same thing. She said she got a you know, big chunk of followers, but no more increased sales. Also more spammy comments, um, some mean comments because some of the, the, some of the rails went to people that weren't her ideal audience. So they didn't quite get it probably. Mm -hmm. So I think take that into consideration. I think the, what my business partner did, she actually did seven in a row just for fun because she had seven fun ideas. And she was like, I just want a big spike right now. Cause she had been kind of she just had a baby and she was like, you know what? I'm ready to get back in. It was, but it was because she was excited to do them and she wanted to be creative and have some fun, but she's not ever done seven in a row since she just was like, let's test this out. And sure. You'll get a spike. Um, but the cool thing is again, these reels have such a longer lifespan than our static posts. So let them, let them go out there and do their thing. And you'll notice sometimes a real one of mine that performed terribly two weeks later had 300,000 views. Hmm. And I was like, what happened? So either the, it's either the audio all of a sudden was trending or it eventually just went and just started all of a sudden ramping up all these views and Instagram is throwing it out to more people. So be patient. 
if you have the time and want to do a challenge like that, because you honestly have all these fun ideas that you want to get out into the world, do that. But don't do it just because someone's telling you to do it. That would be my suggestion. Uh, but yeah, imposter syndrome, you know, just scrolling through reels, scrolling through your feed, it's going to hit you. So, and even though I don't, it depends on if this is helpful to you, but I know for some people I hear a lot, you know, create more than you consume. But I know sometimes people are like, well, I need to consume because I need to see what's working. So, but I think there's a magic mix, right? Maybe spend one day a week where you're kind of doing market research. You're scrolling through the Reels tab. You're saving audio that you think is funny. You're saving, you know, cool transitions you saw that you want to try. Save some stuff. Go through, look, consume, but just be careful of how much you're consuming daily. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I tell everyone all the time, if you're not in a good mood when you're trying to engage on Instagram or you're scrolling, don't do it. Because if you're already in a bad headspace, this is going to take you another level. So put the phone down, take a walk, remind yourself that you offer something different than everyone. We all do. Um, But yeah, sometimes it just means putting down the phone. I know I'm not good at unplugging officially because I I can't because it's my job, <laughs> but also I, Instagram is my happy place at the end of the day. I love it. My people are there. Um, but if I get that feeling, I'll just, even on stories, I'll be like, see you guys at eight o'clock tonight. And I'll just take an eight hour break and it's a reset and I feel better. But if you need to take a week off, do it. But that's kind of my long tangent on just, you know, it's, you're going to most likely get that imposter syndrome but just know that everyone else is getting it. And the person you're comparing yourself to has done it as well. Yeah. And I think too, I, we fall into that. Whoever we're comparing ourselves to Mm -hmm. most likely are like 14 steps ahead of us. There's that too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I like how you said about the whole consumption part. Cause I always like to say when people are like stuck, Mm -hmm. you know, consuming, I say, well, like you said, it's good to consume. But I always say when you're stuck, in that state of inspiration and you're just stuck there and you're doing nothing, then you have to move out and go to the state of doing. Yes. Yep. So that, yeah, I like that. And then also too, when you said um, with the creating the reels and everything, I think it's important to point out that you have control over your intentions. Yes. The creation part, having fun. You can't control the outcomes. You cannot, you, you can't. Can. And you have to detach yourself from that because there's been times where I'm like, you know, we all do. We're like, this is going to kill it. This is going to be great. And then it's like, boop, uh-huh. <laughs> crickets. Uh-huh. And that happens. And that's not a reflection on you. When you have a post that tanks, when you have – and honestly, it, it might not even be that it was a bad post. It could have been an off day, right? It could be – I always tell people, remember, your, your followers are people. Maybe they're not on today. Maybe they needed a break, right? Yeah. It's summertime. People are busy. There's more people on Instagram every single day. What I think when you and I, you know, we, I feel like we've been connected at least a couple of years now, two Mm -hmm. or more. I mean, the competition, quote unquote, has, it's, it's, (laughs) it's insane right now. Like with the amount of people doing social media or doing this or doing that. It's not that there's more competition. It's just that more people are on Instagram. Yes. More people are creating. Everyone's like, my reels were so good in the beginning. I'm like, well, that's because the algorithm wanted you to do more reels. And now that you're doing them, it's not doing you as many favors, (laughs) right? You're getting more followers. It's harder. The more followers you get, 
the harder it is. So there's so many more factors. So don't beat yourself up over any of this. So now I want to ask your opinion on the terminology. I want to know how you feel about this. Okay. When there's articles post about how to beat the algorithm. (laughs) You're laughing. (laughs) Yeah. Tell me how you feel about that that phrase. (laughs) It's clickbait. It's just clickbait. Um, There's no hacking. There's no tricking. And although I feel like I've definitely used the word hacks because they are. They're fun little hacks that you can do to boost engagement. Absolutely. But beating the algorithm is just silly. It's we're talking about a machine here. We're talking about like, I don't even know. I'm not technical like that. Um, all the algorithm is doing is showing you, the user, what it thinks you want to see. Whatever signals you have sent, it's like, okay, Allison and Shannon are tagging each other in stories. They're DMing. So obviously, Allison and Shannon want to see each other's content. That's all it is. That's it. Um, obviously, timeliness you know, all the, there's other factors, but relationship is the main thing. So if Instagram sees that you are liking a lot of, and at, go to your explore page right now and look at what you see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when I go to my explore page, it's typically Bravo memes, <laughs> like ridiculous mom quotes, right? Just funny, raunchy, like hilarious stuff. Right. Um, cause I love those. I love those silly meme accounts. I regularly share them with my audience, just silly, funny or inspiration. So my thing is kind of a mix of stuff I share on stories with my audience or things that I have been liking, commenting, et cetera. So when you look at your explore page, you kind of get a good indication of what Instagram has decided who you are and what you want to see. They're only trying to keep you on the app longer. So to beat the algorithm, it's that's not the way to say it, but it's just how to play nice with the algorithm, how to make it your friend. I always say, make the algorithm your hype man. Cause it will hype you up. If you, if you think about how it's working, right. It's, it's, it's trying to invite other people to your party. Like your Instagram feed is your life. It's your reality show. However you want to look at it, it's your brand. And if people are sticking around on your page, watching your reels, watching your stories, saving your content, more people are going to see it. And the algorithm is like, Ooh, People are loving Allison's Reel. We're going to show it to more people because it's keeping people on the app. <laughs> it's, mm-hmm. um, it's just how it works. So there's no beating it. It's just making sure you're creating high quality content and that differs for everyone. Find, do market research. Find out what people want to know. I use stories to learn what my audience wants to hear from me. We're all going to throw content out there that was like, you know, I've tried LinkedIn content. I think I love LinkedIn. I've tried doing three. Yes. I've done like three LinkedIn posts over the years and they all are like my least engaged posts. Now, while they got a lot of saves and a lot of stuff, they didn't go anywhere because it's people are like, Shannon, stay in your lane. Tell us about Mm -hmm. Instagram. Tell us about branding. Share your kids. That's it. They're like, other than that, we don't care about LinkedIn. So I now know that I will never do another LinkedIn post. (laughs) I'll talk about it in stories if I feel inclined. So just get to know your audience. They'll tell you what they want to see and you will never have to worry about, you know, um, not getting through to them. And it goes right back to what you control and not control. Right. We cannot control the algorithm. You cannot. Why worry about it? I I guess that's my take on it. I don't, I mean, I care. I shouldn't say I don't care about the algorithm. I don't give it a lot of my attention. 
Well, and I think that's really, really important. Yeah. For people to take from this, like stop giving it all your, like stop letting it control you and have this much power over you. Right. Exactly. So speaking of, well, this is not about power, but let's talk about success. Mm-hmm. How should someone measure their success on Instagram? Because people are, are number one, they're so obsessed with the follower number. I know. And they're all about like getting the swipe up feature. And I, I'm like that. So let's redefine what success really looks like on Instagram. Well, and the swipe up feature is going to do nothing if your content's not great and you don't have a great brand message. If you don't know what you're selling, you don't know how your brand makes people feel. If you don't know how people, how to sell this membership product course, whatever it is, then the swipe up feature is going to do you no good. So just keep, you know, I want people to make sure they know that the swipe up doesn't mean you get more sales. It, right. it doesn't. Um, but success for me is, you know, behind the scenes metrics, right? The profile visits, the website clicks. Um, it's the metrics that only you and I can see when we look at our insights. Engagement rate's good too, but I just, again, want to encourage people. I think people are like, oh no, only 10% of my audience is seeing my stuff. Only 8%. I'm like, that's good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do you know how many, again, do you know how many people we are all following? Do you know, like, I can't see everyone's. And it's funny. I always tell this story about how sometimes friends of mine will say, well, my sister-in-law never writes on my stuff. My so-and-so, like they're offended that people don't comment on their posts. And I tell them all the time, I'm like, is it possible that they're not seeing it? You mm. know, I said, if, if Instagram has decided you guys don't, if you guys don't direct message each other, if it's not a post that's blowing up, right? I always say like, have a baby or get engaged if you want to see your engagement go nuts, right? Like Instagram throws <laughs> that stuff Go buy a in. puppy and then, yes! you know, it'll go up. <laughs> it was funny. I, one of my friends was like, I'm so jealous you had a baby because your engagement just skyrocketed. <laughs> but it's true. It's like those big life events, people love to see it, right? But anyway, I'm. that's just kind of like a joke, but it's true. I mean, Instagram, Facebook, if you notice, whenever a friend gets engaged, gets a puppy, has a baby, it's almost no matter what their post is at the top. Cause again, people are engaging with it like crazy. So Instagram shows it to more people, but if Instagram has decided you guys regularly are not close or you're not looking at each other's stuff, then it, they're not going to see it. So, um, engagement differs, but you know, it's typically around 4%. So 4% of your followers engaging with your post, but the more followers you get, that number goes down. Mm-hmm. I mean, some people's average engagement rate is 1% cause they have so many followers and Again, it's the algorithm. It can't show your post to every single person that follows you, right? right. So that's my main measure is when I go into people's webs. Uh, I'm sorry, into their insights. I love to look at website clicks, profile visits. Reach is a good one, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and just because someone didn't like it or comment on it, that I tell people all the time, some of my greatest posts, because they have so many saves and shares, that tells me people really liked it, but it actually has less comments and likes than other my posts. So a lot of times I think people, we all interact with the app differently. So sometimes someone might go save your post, but they might not like or comment on it. Right. Typically people aren't going like comment, save, share. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, they don't have time to do all of that. No. And they also, a lot of us don't except like people like you and I, who know how this all works, where I would go to your thing. I, I would like, I would comment, I would make sure <laughs> I'm saving this. Cause I'm like, I want Allison to get that engagement. 
a lot, most people, my friends go, oh, I just scroll. I don't even like or comment on anything. I'm like, do your people a favor. Right. <laughs> right. So just take that into consideration. You might have a thousand followers. If you're getting like 80 likes, like that's, that's good. Like, don't be so hard on yourself. And going back to checking your insights, check your insights, because here's the thing. A lot of people will share your posts to their stories. Yes. They won't tag you. No. You don't know. Yep. And I had that happen. I had a reel and I actually went and looked and I was shocked at the amount of shares. Oh, that's awesome. Because they don't, they they didn't tag me and and Instagram doesn't notify you. No, but it's a good feeling because when people are sharing it, it's like, I created something that people wanted more people to see. And that's, yeah. you know, note that down when you notice that. But that's such a great tip because, yeah, a lot of people don't think to tag you and then you miss that they showed you some love. Yeah. And another way too for myself, and I like to tell people to measure your success, it, it goes beyond analytics. If you got on that day and you made an impact and you made someone happy, yep. you taught somebody something yep. and they're going to now implement that. That is success right there. Yeah. The DMs are where I get the most, like those bring me that the biggest smiley faces, yes. <laughs> right? Like my grin goes so big when someone DMs me and says, cause that's more personal, right? Yeah. Maybe they didn't feel comfortable commenting on my post, but they thanked me in the DMs to say, oh, that helped or, oh, that resonated with me. I've struggled with this too, right? That's more powerful people feel comfortable to approach you in the, in the DMS again, metrics and things that no one else can see, but you are actually where the magic is happening. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. Yeah. The DMS are pretty cool. It's just like yeah. a validation of I'm on the yes. right path. Yes. I'm <laughs> making a difference. I'm doing something right. <laughs> it's oh, true goodness. though. I mean, yeah, I think the DMS, um, and again, that's, that's considered engagement really. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, again, it's, maybe not on the outside, not to an engagement rate calculator that is out there. They're not going to measure that. But again, like I said, if you and I are DMing, Instagram sees that. And next time I post, I'm likely at the top of your feed. Yeah. So it's still a form of engagement. It's not at what everyone else can see, but it's powerful. I love that. So here is another question. It's my final question. I get this question all the time. So I want to know how you tackle this. And the common question is, how do I find my ideal clients? Oh, okay. So I have some question. (laughs) I have some fun hacks for that. Um, uh, the buzzword, but I really do. This is like one of my favorite things. Uh, and I actually, I thought about making like a mini course on this because it is, it's a very common question. So there's lots of ways to do it. I tell people it's usually not a way that you would think. Um, one quick thing I tell people, I know a lot of us can work with people all over the world, but start local. I tell everyone to start local, grow outward because we all have our guard up on Instagram because we're being sold to all day long. Mm-hmm. So using local hashtags, searching local lo- the location, if you engage with other people in your area, there's already a connection point. There's a little bit more trust there than Billy from wherever (laughs) commenting on my stuff. Like, who are you? Um, So think about your ideal clients. So say you are a, let's say you're a health coach, or let's say you're, um, you create a course for, uh, I don't know, 
children, you know, something I know I've, I've worked with a lot of like uh, par- people that create tools for parents for like teaching their kids at home and stuff like that. I'm like struggling to <laughs> like trying to remember like what the actual niche is, but let's say you do that, right? Start with hashtags where your ideal client is where you are. So for me, say my ideal clients are busy moms, right? Trying to juggle, they're trying to get their kids, whatever it is. I would search DC moms, right? Uh, back where I'm from, I would search DMV, DC, Maryland, Virginia. That's what everyone called it for short. DMV mom tribe was a hashtag I regularly engaged with. Um, more so just to connect with other moms who might be entrepreneurs as well so that we could kind of understand each other, right? I'm like, I need people to know what I do. I'm, my friends don't understand, right? My, It's hard, you know, doing this business and a lot of your friends and family not getting it. So sometimes I would just search and engage with these hashtags just to connect. So I think the biggest thing is to go in there, not thinking I have to find my ideal client today, mm-hmm. just who can I engage with and make smile today? So I would engage with these hashtags, but it was funny. I started also engaging with just local businesses I frequent like my yoga studio, the hair salon, the Chick-fil-A. I got the Chick-fil-A to hire me. I got the play indoor play place to hire me. I mean, just from simply engaging. Um, so that's just like a broad, so that's, that's something for everyone just to dive in right now and really think what hashtags that you could find. But the biggest hack I have, this is the big one, <laughs> is think of businesses and or influencers and or tools that your ideal client uses and likely follows on Instagram. So for you and I, right, we work with a lot of female business owners, female entrepreneurs. A lot of female entrepreneurs I know use Flowdesk, right? Or they follow Jasmine Starr Mm -hmm. or they follow so-and-so, right? So again, if I'm a local realtor and I am hyper-local, I'm going to make sure and I know that a lot of my clients are moms who are looking for to get a bigger home. I'm going to comment on all the places that the moms are going in my neighborhood. If I'm larger and I want to expand beyond this, which is probably most of your listeners, think of, again, who are your people following and comment on those posts regularly, right? So if you're a home design, home decorator or home organizer, people following the home edit should be following you too. Because the girls at the home edit are not going to message them back. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and you probably can't afford their <laughs> services. I mean, if you can, awesome. I would, that's goals. But, right? So that's another way. But the the hack, sorry, I'm getting there. It's like, it's all layers, right? You just want to get in there, engage, start searching. But again, Flowdesk, home edit, all these things, go to the people, think about who is my ideal client following and go to their profile, tap following. And you can see all the hashtags that business is following. Very cool. And that's a fun way to go in, engage with those hashtags. Because I tell people, people like companies like Flowdesk, companies like, or businesses like Jasmine Star. not everyone's following hashtags, but the ones that are have done a lot of research likely <laughs> to find out where their people are. And a lot of your people are hiding around in hashtags. They're hiding around in these communities that have, you know, hashtags are around them. So think about it right now, write down tools that your ideal client uses, businesses they frequent, right? Especially if you're local, like I said, um, and uh, any influencers in that field, write on their posts, but also go to their following, what, who they're following, and you'll see all the hashtags they follow at the very top if they're following them. And just 
jot down those hashtags and regularly engage with them because that's where all your people are. And then would you start recommending to implement those hashtags into your post? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Because yeah. again, that's, it's, um, I'm trying to think of other like examples, but where whatever business you're in, just go find the big wigs, mm-hmm. <laughs> go, or even not the big wigs, just look at other people and see, you know, who, what hashtags they're following, get engaging with those hashtags, use those hashtags, invest in them. And, um, and that's where they are. But if your ideal client is super, super niche down that it's someone hyper local, that's the easiest. (laughs) Or if you're kind of unsure of how to comment on posts on Instagram, you're like, I don't really know how this works. I always tell people start local. You'll feel a lot more comfortable commenting on your favorite coffee shops picture. Yeah, exactly. Because it's like, whatever, you were just there Monday, right? (laughs) Start there, get comfortable commenting, and then you kind of work your way up and then feel hopefully more confident commenting on other posts and and finding those ideal clients. Like I said, you know, again, if people are following you, they should be following other people, right? Like, so why not just comment on the Tyler McCall's of your industry or, you know, if you're a realtor, the Ryan Serhant's, right? (laughs) Whoever the big influencers are on Instagram get in there and just kind of look around. That's awesome. And I, you really just kind of simplified it. Cause I think to a lot of people want to try and overcomplicate mm-hmm. the process of hashtags, yeah. but really just start with a little bit of research Yeah, that's and it. just get into the heads. And most likely your ideal audience is actually sometimes very similar to who you are. Exactly. So yes. what are you looking for on Instagram? Right? <laughs> well, and it's funny. I always joke, you know, um, uh, if you go to my personal Instagram, like that's private, just, you know, me, family, like everything I follow is typically like fashion bloggers, like mom fashion bloggers, right? Because I want to know like, where are the deals at, right? <laughs> so I'm thinking, okay, I'm a mom. I, you know, what am I following on my personal? Because my business is a little different, right? But right. personal, I'm like, okay, so if I'm trying to get in front of female or moms, if moms are my, are my ideal client, you know, hot mess mom is a funny one, right? Like, you know, I always think about what am I following and what am I engaging with on my personal one? So tap into the brain of who your ideal client is. What are they interested in? Um, and just get in there. Yeah. And use your Explorer page for those yes. meme ones. Yes. Click on that. Yeah. Right. And go yep. to the following and see what hashtags they're following. Like exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, I, I, I can't tell you how many times someone says, I saw your comment on Jasmine Starr's post and Jasmine Starr is a social yes. media marketer, right? Oh, I saw your comment on so-and-so's and that's how they found me. Other people just friends of mine, like, or yours, right? Like it's, um, and it's not that I'm going in there and doing that to, for that reason, but I'm just on Instagram to be social because that's what we're supposed to be doing. And especially during COVID, I missed being social in the real world. So I just dove in (laughs) hardcore and I was just everywhere. But I promise if you get in there and comment, people comment back, you get seen. Yes. I love that. Well, Shannon, this was an amazing conversation. And I know that my listeners are definitely going to want to connect with you. So where can they find you? So my Instagram handle is just Shannon McKinstry. Like I said, I'm also on LinkedIn. <laughs> so Someone's for the like, LinkedIn listeners, you can follow Shannon on LinkedIn and learn about it over there because she's certainly yes. not going to talk about it on Instagram. They, Instagram people have <laughs> just told me exactly how they feel about that. Um, yeah, so that's it. And you know, my website's Shannon McKinstry. So I'm easy to find and come say hello. My DMs are always open. 
Awesome. Thanks again, Shannon. Thank you, Allison. This is awesome. Thank you for tuning in today. If you love today's episode, then please head over to iTunes, social media for mompreneurs and leave a review. Your review helps grow the show. And don't forget, head to bossladyandsweatpants.com to grab all my freebies and hang out with me on Instagram at Allison Scholes. I'll see you soon.